0: You're listening to the Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. We teach home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow their business using the power of the internet and social media. And now your host, Techie Tony. Welcome everybody to another exciting Techie Tony Marketing Podcast. My name is Techie Tony and I am your host. For those of you that do not know who I am or what I do, I show home-based business owners how to leverage technology to grow your business online using the power of the internet and social media. If you have a business and you want more exposure, you are in the right spot. We are back with another exciting guest. Her name is Ann Bingham. She has a couple different businesses and she is here today to talk about those. So everybody, welcome Ann Bingham to the show. Ann, are you there?
1: I am, hi there.
0: Hi, Anne. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for making some time. I know things are kind of crazy.
1: They are, but you know what? Um, I always love chatting with you, and so, yeah, I'm just really happy to be here.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Well, before we get into the juicy stuff about your business and who you are and all that, I'd like to know, and I'm sure the audience would like to know, a little bit about you as a person. Can you elaborate a little bit?
1: Yeah. Um, so I am, um, I'm a mom. I have two amazing grown children. So yes, those of you who have younger kids and teenagers, I promise you it is every bit worth it. It is, there is life on the outside and, um, and it's pretty spectacular on the other side. I've been married to my husband Rob for 27 years, we've been together for 30 years, and uh, we met in college and we've been really re- we just have the that marriage that, you know, makes everybody ill. We still like to spend time together, hold hands and, you know, all of those just wonderful things. I don't really know how we do it but it's it's a great relationship. He's my very best friend in the world. Um, we live in South St. Louis. We live just a couple blocks away from Soulard in a historic house. It's 130 years old and with our pit bull, um, our kids are by and large moved out. My daughter has her own place. My son is in his last semester at Ralla. And um, yes, we live with our rescued pit bull and we live just about a mile and a half or so from the neighborhood that I grew up in. So um, I think that's my life in a, in a snapshot right now outside of work. Um, and uh, yeah, then the work side is I'm currently a guess the easiest way to say it is I am a full-time yoga instructor and freelance adventurer, I guess is the easiest way to say it. Um, Started doing that when I retired from being a preschool director and teacher. I did that for about 30 years and gave that up because of a chronic illness. So, that's kind of what landed me where I am now.
0: Awesome, well, let's talk a little bit about yoga because that's something people like to do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yoga has some health benefits. Um, I guess my first question to you, Anne, is um, with COVID going around, are you offering virtual classes?
1: I am, yeah, so there's, so COVID has changed a lot about the way that we exercise in the way that we do a lot of things, right? And so I do virtual classes, um, but the way that I do them is a bit different. So I do two things. And one is I do uh, private sessions for, um, for folks individually online. And the other thing that I do is I do a kids class on Thursdays and Fridays because one of the things that we know is that COVID is really hitting our kids in a really unprecedented way. So the reason that I'm doing online classes like this is because when you're doing a, there's lots of studios out there right now that are doing online classes. But when you're doing that, you're in effect watching an instructor and you're not really getting a great deal of feedback from that instructor on how you are holding a pose or how you are moving your body and that can provide some problems if you're not if you're not doing a pose in the proper form, you can end up getting injured, you might find yourself in a class that's maybe not appropriate for you, it might be too easy, it might be too hard. And so doing a class with me individually, um, first of all, there's a little humor to it, like it's just you and me, it's just like two people hanging out. And then we personalize absolutely everything to you so that i can actually see what you're doing and i can say you know maybe move your foot a little bit further to the left or to the right or if that feels like it's not feeling good then let's use a block or something like that to maybe make that feel a little bit better for your body and give you what you need so that's why we're doing those personal sessions rather than kind of group sessions Um, and then for the kids We, those are 30 minute sessions. Those are from five to nine year olds and those look really different, right? So we do the meditation and we do um, poses, but we also do lots of just chatting with each other and talking about like what life is like and kind of settling our brains down. And those are super cool because we have kids from Philadelphia and kids from Um, St. Louis and kids from Washington and kids from kind of all over the place. And they get to see that even though a lot of times they're in their house or they're doing virtual learning or, or things may be weird at school, there's like a whole bigger world and they're learning about kids that are kind of different from them. So those are, those are kind of special classes.
0: I feel, I feel like Zoom has kind of brought people together around the world.
1: Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely agree with that.
0: Do you offer like a, um, you know, like a 30-minute like, a like consultation? Like, hey, I'm interested in yoga. How's the process go? Well, let's jump on a call. I'd love to, you know, explain more.
1: Yeah, so before I work with anybody, I always talk with them about what they're looking for. And there are times when, in, when they may not feel like an online class is best for them. So we may end up doing an in-person class at their home, which is also kind of cool because that's kind of the celebrity treatment, if you will, you know, I mean, um, so I come to your house, I bring you the mat and the blocks and the straps and all of that cool stuff. And we set it up in your house and, you know, you get the whole practice that is designed exactly for you and you know, if you've got lower back pain, it's all about you and your lower back. Or if you're, I've I've got somebody that's wanting to get back into running half marathons. And so we're doing everything to build up her strength and flexibility to um, get her to that place. And so it's all about you, what you need, what you want. And if we even have those bigger goals and we come in on a day, and you tell me i just had the worst day ever we throw all of that out and we focus on what's happening with you so um so yeah it may work for you to to be online and it may work for you to be um, in person and obviously one of the things that works well for being online is i'm in st louis and so if you're in you know dc or somewhere else we can certainly do a session online but um before we before we do anything i want to know what's happening with your body what is drawing you to yoga and um what do you really want to accomplish so that we can really figure out what it is that you need and that's what we put in place
0: okay three really quick questions um, for you let me go yeah uh, number one, how long have you been doing yoga?
1: <laughs> I have been doing yoga for about 25 years.
0: That's a lot of yoga. Yeah, it's a lot of yoga. Um, where can people find additional information if they choose?
1: So you can look at my website, which is www.kula, K-U-L-A, yoga, stlewis.com. And that's Perfect. got all my information.
0: Perfect. I forgot the other question, but I will come back to that. (laughs) All right. So I've heard you talk about it. I've heard you say this a million times. I'm personally a little unclear on this, but what is this? And I quote one thing project you keep talking about. Can you tell Uh, us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah. The one new thing project is something that I started a little over nine years ago now. And I, it's, the basis of the project is you do one new thing a month. And um, I started it because I was at a place in my life where I had everything, right? I had these two fabulous kids. I had this husband that I was madly in love with and I had a great home at the time we lived the kind of the suburban dream and we our our kids were teenagers and Thank the Lord, they gave us no trouble, like no trouble. And I had a job that I was a director of a really high respect, highly respected preschool. And it was like the job of my dreams. And yet, I couldn't quite enjoy it. And it was like I had kind of reached all of my goals and was kind of feeling like, now what? And I felt insanely guilty about that. Um, I was happy and yet I didn't have joy. And so I was on the playground one day with some of my three-year-olds and I was watching them and just witnessing these amazing moments where they were discovering things, you know, and following grasshoppers and things like that and just finding this joy, this amazing joy. And, And I thought, God, if we could just have that again. And so I sort of decided that's what I needed to do. I needed to be able to figure out how to find that. And, um, and so we had families from all over the world at this school. And one of the grandmothers sent us some moon cakes from Singapore to celebrate a holiday. And they were sitting in our staff lounge. Nobody would eat them because they, nobody knew what they were, and so I was looking at them, and I thought, this is my moment, this is, I'm going to try something new. We always tell the kids, you know, to try, to do a try it bite, if you will, so I was going to try something new, and so I did. I tried it, they were amazing. If you ever get a chance to try Malaysian mooncakes, you absolutely need to do that, and that was in September of 2011, and um, I decided then that I was going to do one new thing a month and I was going to do it for a year. It was going to be my new year's resolution. And I have done at least one new thing, more often, more than one new thing a month, for over nine years since. I've never missed an, a month. And um, I have found that through that, through doing those new new things, that it has changed the way I've interacted with my husband. It's changed the way we've raised our kids. It's led to me leaving that job and managing the change that came with um, having to leave that job and start two new businesses and um, truly, truly changing my life. So, Uh, So that's really what the project is and why I'm so passionate about it.
0: So it's almost almost like, like your own version of personal development.
1: It is. It is. And, you know, I've done things as small as, you know, one of my favorite things that I've done was I tried a star fruit. It can be something as small as that, To as big as I've flown on a trapeze. And I have found that some of those smaller things have been the most impactful things. A lot of times people ask me, like, you know, is this a bucket list? And it's not. It's the intention is that with each of these things, it's to put you further outside of your comfort zone, but also to give you a way to find joy within the confines of the life that you already have.
0: So what is something that you're wanting to do that's on your bucket list that's really hard for you to get past? What's the next adventure?
1: So um, I think the, one of the things that I would really love to do that I haven't done yet is, um, I think there's a couple of things. And one is, I would love to see a thousand-year-old building, and we've been to some Mayan ruins in Mexico. I would love to see those in Europe, um, but on a smaller scale. I've never done geocaching, and I would love to. I, the idea of like a scavenger or a, a treasure hunt is super cool to me, and so that's one of the things that I'm going to be doing here before too long so again it doesn't have to be like a super big like you need a plane ticket to get there it can be actually pretty small
0: so really quickly how can someone start their own project their own one new thing project is that something you help people do
1: i do and i think that you know i i love to be able to give people ideas i have a ton of ideas actually on uh, my Facebook page, the which is the One new thing project, or I also write a blog which is at the Kula Yoga website um, on the one new thing page there. But when you're looking to do to start a project like this of your own, there's a couple of things that you need to kind of keep in mind. And one is, are you generally an introvert or an extrovert? So if you're an introvert, you're gonna wanna kinda keep an eye on doing things that are maybe a little bit smaller. Um, You know, I have a, one of my best friends is an introvert. And so when I talk about doing things like going to a dance party, she's like, nope, I'm out. I'm not doing that. But if we're talking about doing the painting with Pino or something like that, then she's generally down for that because it's a little bit quieter. The other thing is there's this scale called the sensation seeking scale. And we're all on it somewhere that kind of measures where we uh, seek out our novelty. Like there's some of us that are like, yes, I'm down for every roller coaster ever. And there's some of us that are like, no, I much more keep my feet on the ground. And we can move along that scale, but we're kind of inherently built to be one way or the other. And so knowing where you are, if you know that you're a feet on the ground kind of person, don't jump in to go on all the roller coasters because then you're setting yourself up to fail. And at the same time, if you're a roller coaster person, don't start off with doing the really low end kind of stuff because you're going to get bored and you're going to hate it. So just know those two things about yourself. And, um, and then just choose something and go ahead and do it.
0: So I know that you're big on documenting journeys and things of that nature. How has that impacted your life?
1: Documenting this has been absolutely um, essential for me to keep going and amazing. So the first year that I did this, part of my promise to myself was that I was going to put this all out on social media. And one of the reasons for that was just to keep myself accountable and um, for my friends to see, gosh, I haven't seen your new thing this month. What are you doing? So like that kept me going. But the other thing, honestly, is I've been putting together a, um, I'm, I'm in the midst of writing a book about this right now, and as I've been going back over now, over 250 things that I've done, it has been incredible to look at the breadth of everything that I have done and things that were were terrifying things that were complete and utter failures but i got a great story out of things that were breathtaking and amazing and if you don't have that documentation you don't know like when i was going back through there were things that i honestly just forgot about and when i was looking back through those and and sharing those with my family um you know, we, we started talking about all the memories that came along with those and it, and it really was just a really cool and, and amazing. Um, it was, it was just really cool and amazing. I love,
0: I love it. I think that's very cool. Yeah. So, um, you're posting on Facebook. I am. Are, are you using social media to grow your business aside from just posting on Facebook?
1: I am. So I've got Facebook, I've got, um, I'm on Instagram um i'm on and I'm on Twitter as well, and then blog posts are typically coming out on uh once a week, generally Wednesday or Thursday of the month as well
0: um I'm, I'm thinking a one new thing project newsletter
1: uh, one new thing project newsletter is in the works
0: oh look at that
1: yes oh. we've oh. so we've also got. Uh, in addition to the book, there's some other cool stuff coming up that I can't really disclose right now. But yes, so um, so a newsletter is definitely something in the works because you're going to want to hear all about the cool new stuff that's about to be happening with the One New Thing project in the, in the next few months.
0: All right. Is there anything you would do over that you already did?
1: Yeah. um, Yeah, the flying on a trapeze I would do again in a heartbeat. The other thing that I would do again is very early on, I learned to shoot a gun. And I grew up in a household where guns were not allowed. And like, we weren't even allowed to have water guns. And so that was a big, terrifying, terrifying one for me. And When I did that, I absolutely loved it, and I would absolutely do that again.
0: Something you'd recommend to others?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, completely.
0: Awesome. Well, Anne, I can't really think of anything else to ask you. Is there anything you'd like to add? I mean, if anything at all? Do you have a place where people can uh, contact information? Anything you want to throw out there for people to contact you besides your website? Yeah.
1: Yeah, contact information. So you can contact me at um, Kula Yoga St. Lewis. That's K-U-L-A-Y-O-G-A-S-T-L-O-U-I-S at gmail.com. Or you can message me on my Facebook group or I'm sorry, on my Facebook page at the One New Thing Project. Um or if you're interested in the Kula Yoga Collective, you can message me on that Facebook page, which is the, which is Kula Yoga St. Lewis at, um, uh, on Facebook.
0: Okay, <clears throat> great. So you're all over social media. You got some exposure. Um, I'm excited about your newsletter. If anyone wants to sign up for that, I encourage you to ring out to Miss Bingham. She's pretty amazing. I've had a chance to connect with her. She's been to my lovely home. We've talked. I've gave her some ideas. So I'm excited to see them implemented and to see what she creates here in the near future.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, we've got got some pretty cool stuff coming up.
0: I'm excited. Well, Anne, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on.
1: You too. Thanks so much, Tony. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about the One New Thing project. Um, I know you've got other things in the pipeline. Most people in quarantine gained weight and some people wrote a book. So, um, and some people are losing weight like myself. So um, the book is going to be huge. Um, so if you haven't subscribed to Ann Bingham's uh, newsletter, I strongly encourage you to. Um, Her book is almost completed according to what she told me anyways. (laughs) So um, if you haven't subscribed, be the first to get notified. I know it's kind of an exclusive thing that she's doing for just her subscribers for the launch. So get on her list, read her book, leave her a nice review. I'm sure she'd appreciate it. Other than that, Anne, do you have anything to add?
1: I don't. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: You're very welcome. Have an amazing day. And Bingham, everyone, with the One New Thing Project.
1: Thanks, guys.